Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Marcial. Herrera. Welcome back to the Sauger Sharps. Sauger. A Sauger betting podcast. Jordan back. I'm here. Uh, I may sound distant because uh, I wouldn't be able to come back to the States without something going wrong. And that is my internet currently being out. But we had to give you guys the show. I wanted to come back. I missed giving out these plays. I missed saying team names with ridiculous accents. And um, it's good to be back, Jordan. How you doing? Yeah, Dev, it's great to have you back. Delighted to have you back. Even if you do sound remote, that's okay. The listeners won't hold it against us. Um, I'm doing well, Dev. Uh, I, I kept the ship afloat. You know, I didn't light the world on fire in your absence, but um, I don't think I hurt us too badly. And I'm just uh, happy that the Brain Trust is back together again. And we're going to give out some winners, I hope. Yeah, well, um, yeah, it's been an interesting five weeks away for me, uh, just sort of following from a distance. I didn't have a ton of, uh, great ability to watch any of these games. Uh, wasn't able to catch some stuff. I was in India for five weeks and, um, I tell you, they don't, uh, they don't allow gambling there. So, you know, what kind of interest am I really going to have? Terrible, terrible stuff. Yeah, I do see that, um, some, how do I say this? Some crazy things have happened, like Atletico Madrid scored six goals. <laughs> right. I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was tough to take because uh, uh, well, everything else was right. Uh, just did not count on that happening. Yeah, that's uh, that's a terrible beat, bro. And uh, for anyone who was following that one, I do apologize. But that's one of those plays that you just throw your hands up. That's just such an outlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, let's move on to the show because we've got three EPL plays for you guys. We got one Bundesliga, we got one La Liga, and one Serie A play. But let's get started as always over in the EPL. And the first match we're going to take a look at here is going to be Fulham Arsenal. This one, Fulham hosting Arsenal. Fulham are home dogs of a full goal at plus one, and the total is set at two point five. Uh, Jordan, as we speak, Arsenal is currently playing in their Europa League match against Sporting, and I believe when I looked at it, it was 2-2, two to two. but uh, what do we think about this matchup with Arsenal traveling to Fulham in a bit of a London derby? 
London Derby indeed, Dev. Uh, this should be a fun one, I would think. Certainly on paper, you've got the Derby thing. You've got both of these teams, uh, you know, doing well. Certainly Fulham much farther up the table than anyone would have thought uh, after they got promotion. And they're doing a lot of their best work at home. Arsenal, on the other hand, really looking like champions, uh, finding ways to win in games where maybe they haven't been so great, you know, going going down to Bournemouth a couple of times and then finding the will to get the win in stoppage time. That's the kind of stuff that brings you titles, Dev. So Arsenal really looking serious. Um, in terms of this matchup, Dev, I think we'll see goals. And I, I do expect Arsenal to get the majority of them. But Fulham, especially at home with the Derby atmosphere and the way they've been going lately, I think they could get on the score sheet too. And I'm kind of liking both teams to score here just on its own. Fulham have scored in six of their last seven home EPL matches. And Arsenal, of course, have scored in eight of their last nine road games in the Premier League. So hard to see both teams not scoring. Yeah, Jordan, it's coming in a really nice price. BTTSES is minus 103, um, or, you know, 103. I'm sure it'll be very, a little bit different. It's about even, let's just say. And that's probably one of the better ways to play this because that plus one is a really, or minus one on the Arsenal side is just pretty steep for me. If that was like a little bit less, maybe I'd lean Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal have to keep winning games. They have to win out. Um, because you know that Man City is just lurking. They just can't wait for them to slip up. Yeah. And against a team like Fulham, they have to get a full three points out of this. But like you pointed out to me um, before we recorded, Arsenal just seemed to concede in almost every game. I mean, they gave up two goals to, uh, was it Bournemouth last week? And that's just insane. You don't expect that out of them. And then currently, as we're recording this, they've been up two goals to Sporting Lisbon, who are a really good team. But, uh, you know, should they be giving up that much? I, I don't know. They also had a pretty heavy squad rotation. Arsenal did today for the Europa match. Probably looking forward to this because they need to win the league. Like, if they win the league, it would be incredible for the league, for Arsenal. I don't even like Arsenal, but it would. I have to say I'd like to see somebody besides City win it. So, um, yeah, can we get a Fulham goal? Because Arsenal is going to score, right? But can we get a Fulham goal? Yeah, I, I think we can, Dev. I mean... Yeah, look, Arsenal on the road right now. Then they've got to come home and go on the road again. So these guys aren't sleeping in their own beds. They're going to be, even if some of the, the key guys aren't playing today, uh, they're still traveling. It's it's still the whole squad taking on that burden. And Fulham just lying in wait with some nice rest, preparation for this match. Marco Silva, great coach. This Solomon kid is scoring for fun. You've got Mitrovic still, Pereira, guys that can hurt you, Willian. So I think at home here, they're good for a goal, especially with the fact that Arsenal has not really been in the business of keeping clean sheets lately. If you're bullish on Arsenal, you can add Arsenal to the both teams to score yes and get a whopping plus 260, Dev. That could be worth a sprinkle if you believe in the champs here um, or the, the would-be champs. Wow, that's no, that's interesting because all we've been saying as we recorded this is how we know Arsenal's gonna win and they need to win. So if you're gonna add that to it, plus two sixty, that's uh that's enticing. Sure is, Dev, sure is. Since Boxing Day, so basically the restart of the league year in the EPL, Arsenal are all the way down in eighth place. 
here, no, sorry, seventh place in non-penalty expected goals allowed. So they're giving up goals here, Jord. Um, and that's exactly what you pointed out. They conceded in almost every match. Um, I think Fulham can score here. I love this BTTSES and put a unit on that, maybe a half unit on the uh, Arsenal and the BTTS. Why not? Yeah, a little sprinkle, yeah. Love to see it. Well, let's move on to another game we're going to cover in the EPL, and that is Newcastle United hosting Wolves. This <laughs> <laughs> one's in Newcastle as home favorites of three-quarters of a goal, minus .75. Total is set at 2.25. Um, George, we both, we already played this match, uh, the play that we wanted, because it jumped out to both of us, and that's going to be the under here. But uh, it is lined at 2.25, and, and we moved it up to 2.5. So just slid that a little bit, and that's coming in at minus 130 at the 2.5. It's still playable for me, but this just gives you the full cash in the event of like a 1-1. Um, really hard to see this going over three, don't you think? Yeah, I do, Dev. And I, I'm comfortable laying that little bit of juice to get the full cash if we do get to two goals, which is something that uh, these teams have done together a, a few times, the 1-1 scoreline um, in their head-to-head matchups. Uh, but you really, you got these two teams in sort of different trajectories at the moment. Newcastle's slipping. They're slipping a little, Deb, falling off, uh, haven't scored a goal in their last three matches. That's a little concerning. Um, they're still pretty good defensively, pretty solid. You can count on them there. Wolves getting a little spring in their step, you know, getting that late winner against Spurs in the last match. That was good for them. Morale boosting. Um, But they still don't score enough goals for me, Dev. And here at St. James's Park, I think it's going to be tough for them to get on the score sheet. Maybe this is the kind of game Newcastle need, a nice home game against lower opposition uh, to turn their season around again a little bit. So, yeah, I'd probably lean Newcastle here, but I don't see them scoring a whole lot as they haven't been doing any scoring, really, in a little while. So, yeah, love the under here, Dev, especially moving it to that two and a half. Yeah, the data are just all over the place, screaming for an under here. Um, Newcastle, in their last 10 matches, unders are 9-1 and one in their last 10, and uh, including five in a row at home for their um, unders, and that's under 2.5. And then Wolves, in their last 10, unders are 7-2-1. and one. Huge. They they hate letting teams score, and they hate scoring themselves. Uh, also, Newcastle is currently uh, top of the league since Boxing Day in non-penalty expected goals allowed, um, ahead of the likes of City, uh, Chelsea, etc. Um, so you, you like to see that. It, it just feels like Wolves probably won't score, and can Wolves hold Newcastle to two or under? Um, I hope so. You know, maybe they just get the one Newcastle go up one nil and then they kind of say, all right, well, let's just take the three points and go home. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think so. Wolves will probably try to show a little ambition being where they are in the table and need to pick up points, but it's going to be a tough ask. Um, and you look, we've got the head to heads on our side too, the historical, uh, matchups meetings between these two teams, six of the last seven going under. Um, and ironically, both teams scoring in six of the last seven as well. So even if both teams score, they still tend to go over in this matchup. So that's on our side. Go under, you said over, but yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's a kind of crazy stat, right? So we were considering a both teams to score no here, but uh, in case it is the 1-1, one, one, why not just go with the under 2.5 there? Yep, yep. Well, we got one more play for you guys from the EPL, and it's a little bit different. It's something we don't often do. It's a little bit of a parlay. Mm. Manchester City on the money line, Manchester United on the money line. Parlay together comes in minus 115. Seems a little bit juicy for a parlay until you look at the fact that these teams, let's start with uh, Man City, right? So they're traveling to Crystal Palace here. They're favored by a goal and a quarter on the road. And then you got Man United hosting Southampton. They're favored by a goal and a half at home. So you take both of these teams that are favored by over a goal and take their money line, put them together, you get minus 115. It feels like a fair price, no? It does, Devin. It cuts out some of the... Some of the worries and the hand-wringing that you might have about the spreads with these teams because, you know, there's that angle that Palace have been a little bit of a bogey team for City. Uh, certainly last season, City did take care of them earlier this season, and Palace have been much, much worse lately. So, you know, at home with the fact that they've done okay against City in the past, are they able to keep it? Are, are they able to cover that spread? Maybe. So you don't want to do that but you feel pretty confident that City still believe in the title race are going to need to pick up points here. So you feel comfortable with them winning. And it's sort of the same thing with Man United, right? They're playing in Europa League today. Uh, maybe there will be some rotation against Southampton, so maybe they don't light it up necessarily, but you got to back them to win, especially because the last time people saw them in the Premier League, they were getting absolutely pumped for seven goals. So they need a response. They should win at home. Yeah, and I think... Southampton, you know, struggling Southampton, probably, you know, in the relegation fight here, could get relegated. And I, I really trust Ten Hag as a coach. I think he's one of the best managers in the league, if not in all of Europe right now. And look, and I've been saying that before he got there. You know, I was a big Ajax fan when he was there. But he's going to be drilling these guys on defense, right? They're going to come out and they're not going to want to concede. And maybe we'll see it in the in the Europa League game today, we'll see how they do against Real Batiste. But I would think at home here, I don't think they're going to concede to Southampton. We were considering maybe taking a Man United win to nil. But why even complicate that when you can just take the money line, put it with Man City, you know, who need to keep pace with Arsenal, need to get three points themselves. Um, look, it's a fair price. Manchester Dar- uh, <laughs> I keep saying that, Manchester Derby. No, Manchester Parlay. Coming in at minus 115, Jordan. I love it. Yeah, and I like that it takes us across two days, too, right? You got some investment in in uh, Man City on Saturday and investment in Man U on Sunday. So that kind of dovetails nicely. Yeah, and then if, if Man City do mess up and end up getting a draw or something against Palace, you can always, you know, <laughs> double back down on Man United and Southampton. Right, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Because uh, that's what you should be doing is, is chasing your best. <laughs> right. <laughs> the most prudent advice here on the show, George. Uh, but that's going to be it for the EPL. And uh, let's move on, shall we, to the Bundesliga. Yeah. Where we have a matchup between RB Leipzig and <laughs> Borussia Mönchengladbach. We love to see this one, George. We've got Leipzig at home here, home favorites. Minus 1.25 goals. Total is set at three. Uh, George, last time I was on this show, we were talking about how Manchin Gladbach are uh, 
team that likes to perform really well against the other top guys in the Bundesliga, but then they're terrible against every other team. And I actually recently heard that the nickname for launching Gladbach over in Germany is Robin Hood because they steal points from the rich teams and they give away points to the terrible ones, uh, as evidenced by beating Bayern Munich and then immediately losing 4-0 to Mainz. <laughs> right. But here they go against this, uh, against this Leipzig side, right? They're on the road, which you don't like. But this Leipzig side could be a little bit distracting because they got a massive, massive second leg against Manchester City in the midweek in the Champions League. It's a little bit of a look-ahead spot for Leipzig, maybe. Um, so I think that spread is a little bit rich for this Robin Hood team launching Gladbach, getting a goal and a quarter, that minus 108-ish. So if you wanted to be a little more safe, you could play that my, uh, plus a goal and a half, get a little uh, bit worse price on it, but a little bit more safety in the event they only lose by one which is all you're asking for here is can they lose by one or maybe even get a result themselves? I think they can, George. I think they can. Yeah, Dev, I love that Robin Hood moniker. That's hilarious. And Leipzig certainly uh, qualify as one of the rich teams uh, up at the top of the table. And look, yeah, I mean, arguably Leipzig are about to play the, the most important match of their season uh, in the midweek when they travel to the Etihad to face Man City in that finely balanced tie that's currently 1-1. Um, and look, I don't think they're really in any danger of falling out of the top four, even if they were to drop points here. They're, they're, they're going to finish top four. They're going to get Champions League next season. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see if, if they do rotate heavily. Um, either way... It's it's something about Gladbach, right? It's something about in their DNA. They just get up for these big games. They themselves have nothing to play for, really. They can't go down. They're not going to get Europe. So let's have some fun and try and play Giant Killer. I think that's kind of their MO. Yeah, and I just think that spread is so high. Plus one and a quarter. It's just it's just really high for, for a team that has the talent to go toe-to-toe with Leipzig, who may be a little bit distracted. They just lost against Dortmund last week, which really puts a dent in their own Bundesliga title hopes. And now you say, well, we got to look forward to uh, the Champions League and see if they can knock off City. So I think it's a good spot for Gladbach to cover that spread. That's where we're taking Monchen Gladbach on the spread plus one and a quarter goal. Love it, Deb. Love it. Well, let's move over then, George, to, uh, what should we do first? Let's do the city. What do you have at Juventus? Hosting Sampdoria, and this one is seeing Juventus as home favorites of minus 1.25 goals, and the total is set at 2.5. Uh, George, this Juventus side, they seem to be uh, on a bit of a hot streak since they were docked all those points for the scandals in their front office. What do we think about them coming up against this struggling Sampdoria side? Yeah, Dev, that, that points deduction really impacted the season here just for the Serie A in general. If Juventus hadn't suffered that, they'd arguably still be second place, which uh, it's pretty impressive that they're actually knocking on the door for the European places even with that points deduction. So, yeah, they've been in, in red-hot form, Dev. Sampdoria, not so much. Um, the, the first thing I looked at in this match was Juve win to nil. I think it's highly likely they keep a clean sheet in this match. They have kept a clean sheet in six of their last nine home games in Serie A. 
and similarly, Sampdoria have failed to score in five of their last seven road games in Serie A. So you love that data. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that Juve pick up the three points here. Could Sampdoria score and ruin that win to nil? It's possible. Winton Hill's coming in at minus 114, minus 114. Not sure why I said it like that. Um, <laughs> but for the exact same price, Dev, you can get Juve and under three and a half goals in the game. So just in case they make a mistake, they slip up, Sampdoria scores, you're protected. You could still get a, a Juve 2-1 victory. Um I don't think there's much danger of them pulling in an Atletico and scoring six. Uh, in fact, Juventus games have only seen four or more goals in one of their last six Serie A matches and has actually only happened four times all season for them. So pretty good data on your side there. So I think the safest way to play this would be Juventus to win and under three and a half goals at the same price as Juventus win to nil, minus 114. Yeah, I definitely think the... Uh... Juventus and under three and a half is a better way to go just because you never know if there's going to be some kind of free kick or like a, a penalty maybe that Juventus gives up and gets Sampdoria on the board there. Um, so just in case they score, yeah, why not? And then uh, Juve could still win in like a 2-1. Um, so yeah, Jordan, I'm, I'm with you on that. Juventus and under three and a half goals. Right, because if... You know, if Juve win to nil was like plus 114 and the under three and a half was minus 114, then maybe I'd be a little more attracted to it. I think both probably do cash. It's probably a Juventus 2 nil win, if I were to guess. Uh, so, yeah, but since they're the exact same price, just give yourself that security. Yeah, absolutely. That's a smarter bet, in my opinion, especially when they're the same price. Well, we got one more play for you guys, and it's over in La Liga. And we have Girona hosting Atletico Madrid. This one's on Monday. So a little bit of time to start your week off after you pay your bookie or get paid Monday morning. Uh, you can put in your new fresh bet for the new betting week on Monday. Did any of that make sense? <laughs> it did. It did make sense. You're okay. Uh, anyway, this one is seeing Girona at home as home dogs at just a quarter goal plus 0.25, and the total is set at 2.25. George, you love betting on Atletico Madrid. Um, it, it makes me queasy when I think about them, but uh, <laughs> they've been hot lately. Like you said, they scored six last week. And uh, what do we think about this one with Atletico traveling to Girona on Monday? Yeah, Def, I, I have a love-hate thing with Atleti and, and Simeone. Uh, much like Roma, it's like... Uh, they burn me, but I can't quit them. And I just keep getting pulled back in and I kind of like them and then I'd love them. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a weird relationship, but yes, absolutely. They've been absolutely fantastic in the last month or so. They're right up at the top of the form table for La Liga covering the last five match weeks. And, uh, Girona, despite being at home here and not being a terrible La Liga side by any means, you know, mid-table team, uh, they just don't do well against the big teams. And in fact, they've lost every single match they've played this season against the top six. So when, when you look at the top four, it's even worse, except for the fact that they did get a 1-1 draw with Real Madrid. They got a penalty late in that one 
to get the draw, and Real Madrid saw a red card, which actually may have happened after the penalty. But other than that, they outright lose in every matchup, home and away, against the top six. Atleti, obviously, top three. So, you know, it's hard to look past them here. Atleti on the money line, plus 115. One of the things that was telling for me, Dev, was watching that match that blew our our underplay on the Atleti game last week, that six goals they scored, was, well, two things, really. The way that Simeone's deploying Memphis to pie now with uh, Griezmann up top, that's really unlocked a lot for them because, boy, did they look potent. And that's a Sevilla team they're playing who usually is pretty stout at the back. So that was impressive. But the real takeaway for me, Dev, was smiles. I saw smiling faces from Atletico players enjoying their football. Even Simeone was happy. It was a beautiful thing to see. And I think they kick on here. I think they're enjoying their football and they're happy about the changes that are taking place. And I think they're going to keep going. They're looking for more wins. However, this is La Liga and it is a Monday and they are on the road. So just in case they fuck around and get a draw, because you can't really take the Atleti out of Atleti. I'm going to lay a little juice and take them on the spread minus a quarter of a goal at minus 120. But I wouldn't put anyone off playing the money line. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, yeah, just playing the quarter of a goal just gives you a little bit of that push insurance. Because uh, all the things you laid out, those three points, it's Atletico, <laughs> it's on a Monday, and they're on the road, right? And so... Yeah, it's a little bit it's a little bit nervy. But look, um like you said, I like the way they've been playing and you've been watching them firsthand with the eye test. That that's usually the biggest tell for me is like you have to really watch these games, see these teams and how they're lining up and just the way they look in terms of form. So uh we're on Atletico, minus a quarter here, minus one twenty. So the juice is probably gonna move to that. It's gonna move to the money line anyway, it looks like. Uh but you got a yeah. couple of days hopefully to get that in before it moves. Indeed, Dev. Indeed. But it's one thing to talk about these matches, and it's quite another to put our money where our mouths are and pay the bookie. Chuck, I'm going to tell you something. You have that fucking 200 in my hands tomorrow. If you ain't got the 200 in my fucking hands tomorrow, I'll break every fucking bone in your body. That's right, Joe. We're paying the bookie, and guess who's back? It's me, and I'm reading off the play. So let's get to it. The first play that we've taken a look at here, the first one we broke down, is Fulham and Arsenal. This one, we're not messing around with the side. We're not even messing with the total. We're just taking both teams to score yes. Coming in at minus 103, minus 105, we'll call it. Um, then over, uh, also in the EPL, we will take Newcastle hosting Wolverhampton. And we're going to take the under two and a half goals there. Had to move that from 2.25 over to 2.5. Pay a little bit extra juice that's coming in at minus 130. Uh, and then we don't usually do this, but we're giving out a parlay here. It's the Manchester parlay. Manchester City and Manchester United both on the money line. Can two top four teams both win in a, in a needed spot to keep pace with the other teams? I think they can. It's minus 115. And then over in the Bundesliga, we're taking Borussia Mönchengladbach. Plus a goal and a quarter against RB Leipzig. That's coming in at minus 110. 
Then in Syria, we've got Juventus hosting Sampdoria. We're going to get a little bit complicated here with Juventus on the money line and under three and a half goals. It's coming in at minus 115. And then, as we just talked about, we've got Atletico Madrid on the road to Girona. We're taking Atletico on the spread here minus a quarter goal. Uh, so Atletico minus 0.25. That's minus 120. Probably bet that now as it will get worse. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us, Jord. Any uh, any last thoughts here? Well, no, Dev. Uh, really just looking forward to uh, cashing some plays with you. So good to have you back. And I will remind everyone to hop in the Discord to get more plays. We gave out some more officials today for the Europa League and Conference League. And look, it's not just us in there who are giving out winners. We got all kinds of peeps in there. The, the, the Discord's starting to get some traction. Guys are giving out plays. They're giving out winners. Shout out to Kev, to M Villain, to Trev. I'm just probably going to forget a couple of people, but we've had a lot of winners coming in there from, from various leagues. Guys really digging deep in there. You love to see it. We're having a lot of fun. So do hop in the Discord. It's totally free. Link is in the description of this episode. And, uh, yeah, Dev, I think that's it. Let's cash some plays, huh? Well, let's make some money, baby. Make some money. <laughs>